Welcome to our 19th podcast. I'm excited to say that. Um, here for the Plan for College Admission, which we also do in Spanish, Plan para Admisión Universitaria. That will be episode 20. Stay tuned for that. Um, but here today, we are really getting into maybe one of the most significant topics in college planning, um, and that's financial aid. Um, it's such a deep topic that we plan to dedicate several episodes to this, um, but we wanted to start with really where do you start? So that's our topic today. Um, and what we've seen in our experiences is many families just look at the cost and automatically assume that it's too much. They freak out. They are afraid of debt. They're afraid of taking on loans. And we've just seen too many families only look at community colleges and they say that's the option that's what we're doing we're not even going to look beyond you know the community college option um, and what we're here to say is by doing a little research into the cost um, it's a really unique opportunity to kind of understand this process um, so today we're going to jump into really where to start in this process and i think the first thing we would want to say is try and remove any emotion that you have, and let's get analytical. Um, and I know Maritela is gonna really jump into you know, the, the numbers and how to calculate that, but I think that's the first step, is just to say, you know what, let's remove any emotion from it, let's dive into the cost, and then you can go from there. Um, so with that, I will uh, kick it over to Maricela, who will tell us about how to look at that cost. Right, I, I totally agree with you, Brooke, um, that this is, a big part of the college admission process. Um, and when I was starting this career, I remember my boss telling me, there are two things students need to manage when applying to college. One is getting admitted, and two is actually being able to afford it. Um, and that has stuck with me for like 20 years where I do see families struggling no matter what their background is. And to get a really good understanding of this process is to know the timeline. So the application process for financial aid starts senior year um, in October. The, uh, the FAFSA, which we'll talk about in a, in a second, is, is available for families to fill out. And then it carries over until the student is admitted and once the student is admitted, then they receive a financial award letter. And again, we're going to talk more of what that means. But it's an entire cycle that families go through without not knowing if they're admitted, not knowing how much they will qualify for or receive until they're actually admitted by a college. So having that in mind, I'm going to get down to like the nitty gritty, right? So we talk about cost. The cost um, is a number that it's pretty fixed. Um, and some colleges and some students and families will say the cost of attendance is only tuition. But that's not correct. The cost of attendance goes, goes beyond that. It's the, the room and board. It does include tuition. It also includes like books, supplies, transportation, loan fees and so many other expenses um, that is it is required for every school to have those numbers on their either financial aid site 
or on their um, paying for college website of some sort. And, um, and it's kind of tricky, and I say this because once family, families receive the financial award letters, sometimes those financial award letters only have um, scholarships and grants for the tuition and the rest of the stuff is not covered. So the government saying the cost of attendance should have all of what I've listed and more. And you could go to the student aid website, which is studentaid.gov to get more information and you want to dig deeper into the total cost of attendance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. You know, what we're hoping to communicate here is, is again, that's the analysis that one can do. And if we remove the emotion from this, let's just be aware of what the numbers are and be aware that yes, tuition is a driving cost, but there are others as Maricela is mentioning. Um, but what we hope to impart here is that it's not so much the cost that should drive your college process. Um, yes, finances are important, but what we're hoping to impart today is the cost is one piece, but that shouldn't, especially early on, and I know you talked about the timeline money sale, but especially early on, don't let just cost drive your process, right? The finances are important, but don't hinder whatever college search you're looking at. Um, because the key is really the cost that's published and the cost is available isn't always what people pay. Um, and if you think of it, you know, in terms of it's not the retail price, right? So the, the, an auto manufacturer might have the suggested manufacturer retail price, but what the ultimate price is could be different. And what we want to share with you, especially you know, via this podcast and particularly today, is that there's ways to get financial aid. There's ways to reduce the cost. Um, Maricela is going to get into you know, what types of aid there are. And as we get through some more episodes of this, we're going to talk about how to access that aid and how to consider creative financing, other things that you might consider. Um, but before we get into that, again, don't let cost hinder or prohibit you from thinking about a particular college because there is aid. Uh, Maricela, you want to take over and tell us what kind of aid is available? Yeah. So I, before I jump into that, Brooke, what you said is so important um, because financial aid um, is not what a lot of people believe it is, meaning that I have worked with families where they say, I make way too much money and I'm not going to receive any financial aid. Mm -hmm. Right. And then at the end of the process, they don't apply for financial aid and they receive a scholarship from the school. Um, and then vice versa, I've worked with families where they are low income and they are, they're like, okay, I'm going to qualify for everything that is offered because I don't make a lot of money. And in turn, they get an award letter that may not offer any grants and scholarships and mm -hmm. it's only loan. They only receive loans. And so it's really important to note that every school will do has its own process and the way that they award financial aid is based on their institutional um how can i describe it the institutional uh the type of institution it is if it's public private where they get the funding from um and all of that will determine the type of scholarships and grants that you receive 
So the types of aid that a college can offer would be the need-based aid. So the financial aid is coming directly from the financial aid office. And they could be um, need-based aid coming from the state, coming from the government, coming directly from um, the university. The second type of aid that a student could receive is called merit-based aid. And so merit-based aid is usually schools will determine that based on GPA and scores, mm -hmm. um, SAT or ACT scores. But now that we have gone, or some of the schools have gone test optional and, and test blind, um, those scores may not be part of the equation. Mm -hmm. Schools haven't released this information yet. Um, and it's gonna be interesting. I have also seen for merit-based aid scholarships that they will consider activities and maybe something that is in the application that they're looking for. And the colleges will use their monies to incentivize or to recruit students that they believe is a good fit. And usually you'll see that more at the private schools. And then the last thing that you will see on the financial award letter will be obviously loans. And loans could be student loans, parent loans, they could also be subsidized, which means that the student does not pay any interest while the student is in school. Mm -hmm. And there's a limit depending on the year that they're in. And usually they're managed by, by the government. And then the unsubsidized loans, um, what they mean is that they'll accrue interest, but the interest rates are really low um, while the student is in school. So the, um, the three types of aid someone could receive um, would be need-based aid, merit-based aid scholarships, loans, um, both subsidized and unsubsidized. Um, and it's, it's a combination of both. And so it's really the hard part of this part, uh, the hard part of, of what we're talking about is that there is aid available and that there isn't anything really out there for the private schools to tell you exactly how much you could expect. There's some tools, but they're not, they could give you a range from $5,000 to $30,000. And so at the end of the day, we do have to wait until students are admitted and they receive formally a financial award letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, two really good points there, Marisa. Number one, with the test scores and the merit-based scholarship, we, and here we are sitting in the middle of a pandemic, we don't know what that's going to look like right now. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that we're following and want to keep you um, informed on as we find out information. Um, and number two with that, you know, you were suggesting that <coughs> as you go through this process, um, it's really not a... <laughs> Uh, uh, um, you know, a yes or no thing, or, uh, you know, as you're mentioning, the private schools are saying that they don't necessarily give you all of the information. So it's a little bit of a black box, right? Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to do here is, is package that information. And so it is something that you can, um, you know, not be overwhelmed by and say, hey, here's the process. Here's, here's what you can do. Um, and then like you're saying, myself, you know, then look at the end, like at the, and when you get that award letter, which we're going to spend some time on, we're going to spend some time on FAFSA and the CSS and the EFC. Those are, are, you know, we're planning for future episodes so that you are informed on that. Um, but really it's all about seeing what is out there and making college more affordable. 
Um, and I'll throw in one more thing here, but before we start to wrap up on, uh, again, this is the first step of, you know, where to start for financial aid. Um, as you are wrapping up a senior year, students can also look, or even before, right, can look for other opportunities to get additional funding. Um, and that might be a very small slice of whatever aid you, um, you, can, you can access. Um, but there's aid and scholarship money and um, you know, prizes and uh, funding that can come from affinity groups, come from community groups, um, I work with a local organization and we give out, it's a very small scholarship, but we give out a scholarship to um, one male water polo athlete and one female water polo athlete a year. And they have to apply for that. So as you are even, you know, getting your award letter, um, or if that's part of that, that's a different conversation. Um, but there's other things that you can look at to, again, make college more affordable. Um, so I think we're kind of getting to the, the, the first place to start. And if I can recap, consider the timeline which Marty Selleck laid out for us, um, and then just research the costs. If you know the cost numbers and you detach from the emotion of it, um, then you can start to put your plan together. Um, without those cost numbers, again, students and families get really fearful, they get intimidated, and they think, oh, I can't either do college or it's only community college. Um, and then like you're saying, Marisa, there's some families that will say, I'm not even going to apply for it because I'm in a certain income bracket and I know I won't get any aid. Um, mm -hmm. But what we're saying there is there's options for everyone. So calculate mm -hmm. that cost, look at the numbers, remove the emotion from it. Um, and as we continue with this podcast, we're going to give you some more information um, about the forms and about the award letter and about what this process looks like. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I, if I could add something, Brooke, um, this is... This, this is a really, I mean, just to reiterate that you, um, that please do not be intimidated by the price tag. Um, I have seen it time and again, every single cycle where I'm like, is it going to change this year? Will my families that have a certain EFC, will they not receive any aid? And I have not seen the trend change. And the trend the trend is expect the unexpected. Um, and it's so connected to kind of the COVID situation that there are a lot of changes um, both at the high school and the college sides and so for now all you can do is understand that there's a fee that the schools um, have in place a cost of attendance and then the second thing would be what would be my strategy um, to optimize those opportunities and we're going to talk about that more later on but for now just know that this is part of the puzzle and, and to feel confident that you will get to a place that you will have options instead of, of having no options at all. Yeah, excellent. I love that. I think that just kind of reiterates, you know, our objective with this podcast. Um, it's, it's a dual branded thing. If, if we get into that real quick, my company Crosswalk Test Prep and Tutoring, the brand is a path. It's a pathway. Mm -hmm. It's a safe pathway to college. Um, Maricela, your brand is all about inspiring. Um, inspiring right. students um, and inspiring families to to take this journey 
Um, so again, don't be intimidated by the price. We're giving you the information of where to start today. Um, and in future episodes, we'll have a part two, which is more about what to do and we'll get into FAFSA. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then our third part that we've planned and probably others, just because this is such a heavy topic, but the third part we've planned out um, gets into how to get the best information and um, really look at that process. Uh, so I thank you for tuning in. Maricela, any closing thoughts? Um, just move forward. That's all I'm going to say. Move <laughs> forward and stay tuned. Love it. Well, good. Thank you for tuning in to our latest episode of Plan for College Admission. My name is Brooke Higgins of Crosswalk Test Prep and Tutoring. Maricela, why don't you send out your business info and we'll close with that. Um, Maricela from Inspired Education and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Bye-bye.